What's going on, everybody? This is Mike Brown of The Art of Letting Go, and I want to welcome you to episode two of Feel Free Conversations. If you haven't tuned in before, this is the new show with James, that yoga dude, Woods, and we record this show on Fridays on YouTube Live. So this is a replay, but if you tune in on Fridays on YouTube, you can catch the show live. It comes on at eight o'clock in the morning, Central Time nine o'clock eastern six o'clock pacific and it's a great show to start your friday with to go into your weekend feeling relaxed we do meditations we have deep conversations and we engage with you guys we watch live so thank you guys for listening and welcome to the show what's going on y'all you are tuned into Feel Free Fridays, episode two. Well, feel free conversations because uh, when you get the replay, it's called conversations. But if you're watching it live, this is Feel Free Fridays. I am Mike Brown, and we are here with James, that yoga dude was. James, how you on, feeling y'all? today? Ooh, I feel stressed. <laughs> I feel stressed, uh, but embracing that stress. So now my state to stress. I appreciate you sharing that because uh, I woke up feeling, you know, it's funny. I woke up feeling good and stressed at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's always a little confusing because it's like I feel good, but I got a lot going on right now. But again, like you said, just embracing it. Yeah, I think for me, the good feeling is the understanding that I'm capable of addressing it. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, my God, it's too much. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle it. But now it's like, yeah, I got a lot to do, but I can do it. I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I think for me, it's kind of similar. I got about three, four things going on right now, but also uh, not financially in the position that that I want to be in. So it's like, okay, I got all this shit going on, but then, fuck, I ain't got no money. You know? (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's a lot of uh more mental my own mental stress with it but at the same time like you said like i know it's something like i i figure this shit out every time so you know mm-hmm. uh i'm listening to this book called relentless it is the he's the trainer of michael jordan kobe Dwayne wade that dude tim grover and he just talked about the difference between stress and pressure mm. and he was saying Pressure is every day, all day, something that put pressure on you. Stress is when you let that pressure turn into stuff you're worrying about and got to deal with and stuff. You know what I mean? So that was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because you got to do stuff and things got to be done. But then when you don't do them, they start piling up and then you're like, man, I got to do this. Can I do this? Can I do that? Um, you know that you start getting stressed out because you didn't handle that pressure. So yeah, yeah, that was cool to hear this morning, and I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, before we get too into it, though, you mind leading us in a meditation, just to kind of ground us and everybody that's tuned in. <sighs> everybody that's tuned in, I want you to close your eyes right now. Listen, see, hear, sense, feel wherever you store that stress in your body. Whether it's your shoulders being up by your ears and tight and tense. 
your hands moving, your heart racing, your chest tightening, your back, your legs, your belly being full of nerves, wherever you hold that stress, breathe into it. I'm gonna relax my jaw and stop clenching, grinding, as I soften my face and just breathe. Release for the inhale and bring in everything I need and then with the exhale, release. Let's do three deep breaths for the relaxed mind and body. On the count of three, we start. One, two, three. Let's inhale. Exhale, feel your body just release, relax. Inhale. Exhale for your mind. Just focus on your breath. Inhale. And exhale. Good. Cool, cool, cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Something that's been coming up for me lately is the difference between um, living to work and working to live. And uh, it's been coming up a lot because I'm in that space of uh, I am open to working for somebody, but it has to be something that I want to do. Like, I can't just go. Actually, I'll tell you, I had an interview yesterday to uh to teach and it just did not speak to me. Um and it was in China. It was in China. Mm -hmm. But uh one China didn't really speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny, the the lady asked me the question, shout out to her, but uh she was asking me these questions and they really felt more like reflection points for me because she asked me, why China? And when she asked me that in my head, it was like, yeah, nigga, why China? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it like, didn't speak to me. It, it, it didn't speak to me. And she asked me, like, why did I quit my job? And I told her why I quit my job. She asked me about the art of letting go, told her about it. And she's like, is this something you plan to still do? Mm. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, I'm going to do this shit forever. And I didn't call her a bitch, but I did tell her, I'm going to do this forever. You know, and she asked me, what do I, what did I know about China? And I told her, that's how I know, you know how sometimes you just know, like, man, I don't want this shit. She's like, what do you know about China? I was like, well, I heard it ain't a whole lot of black people out there. And the black people that go out there experience racism. That's funny. And she was like, how long ago was that? <laughs> she was black. Nah, she was Asian. Well, she was Chinese. <laughs> But um, that's funny. Yeah, it didn't speak to me. And, you know, even in that, like, even in me doing this interview, like, she still was like, yeah, I'm gonna send the offer letter and all this. And I'm like, man, like, <laughs> that's not what I want. And, you know, I guess this morning, I woke up kind of like going back to the drawing board of like being very clear of like, if when I go back to work, I really want to work in audio. I really want to work in 
audio production. Like this is what I do. And um, I'm not willing to settle for it because I don't want to just work to live. I think I, I have a I have an interview today too. Um some African American community representative or something like that. So I'm kind of like, all right, I'm I I gotta go find, you know how you apply for jobs, but then you, you lose the description of it, so you don't really know what the job is. So you like, you tell me what the job is. Um But I I think to answer that, for me, it gotta feel like a flow. I feel like the work that I do and I get paid for, it cannot be out of the flow of the work um, that I just love doing. Now, I have the privilege of doing that because, you know, I'm not in a situation where I got to feed people and, you know, put medical benefits and stuff together like that as a single person. As far as, uh, like, you know, taking care of people, I got that luxury to be like, if it's not aligned with what I want to really do, Same. I can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that is a privilege that I have, but then it also forces me to really sit down and see what is aligned with what I want to do. And yeah. I think I have been very fortunate to have jobs uh, aligned with what I was doing. So like if I'm, I'm moving into community stuff, it's going to be a job there. I'm moving into yoga stuff, it's going to be a job there. So all the jobs and things that came naturally and easily in, in a flow, you know, where you got the job before you even do the interview, before you even uh, fill out, you know, somebody kind of pull you to the side, like boom, boom, boom. So for me, getting the job in the world that I'm already in, if I got to step out my world to go get that job and do that, it's like I'm, I'm chasing paper. Yeah. And I'm not in that that situation right now where I need to chase paper. But I'm kind of putting myself in that by being by the things that I want and my lifestyle changing. So it's like for me, I'm still I'm not gonna chase no paper in that way. But I'm more open to my sphere of like who I am and what I want to do. So I was like, okay, I can do something in academics, but I'm not doing XYZ, I can do something in mental health. There's a million jobs out there where I can go be like a, um, they call it a, a peer specialist or behavior specialist where you go in and basically babysitting the kid. Yeah. Something like that. I don't want to do that. And especially not for, you know, $10 an hour that they give you. Like, I'm cool. So reaching out to my networks, reaching out to the people and the things I've done before, just just reaching back and reaching forward in the line of the things that I want to do still is uh, keeping myself in the flow of not just living or working for, what'd you say? Working for life, working for? Working to live instead of living to work. Yeah, uh, that goes against, that, that goes against where I'm at right now. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip that. Yeah. You know, nothing against it for the people who have to do it because of their obligations, responsibilities, and dreams and goals. But I think there's definitely a time and place for that. You know, if you're building something, you just need some cheese to fund what you're building. Cool. But for me, I feel like I have enough things to be able to do that. And just getting my mind 
in a position where I don't have to work to live. It's very possible. So it is what it is. Man, I'm cu- I'm What's curious to know. Um, you said what? What's the last job you had? Shit, uh, being a teacher, elementary school teacher. What was on the last day as an elementary school teacher? What was you feeling? Fucking relief. <laughs> right. like, if I'm being honest, uh, I was glad to be done. I was glad. I was. I was so stressed out. You know, I think uh, I've, I've talked about it on the podcast, but I was like, my body was uh, physically taking on stress. Like, you know, I wasn't able to sexually perform and shit because I was so stressed out from that job. So, like, it it felt like <laughs> I bust an emotional nut leaving that job. <laughs> um, I was free now. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I can't, I can't go back to that because I know how in them last couple of months I was miserable. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed the job when I was doing the job, but once I was mentally checked out of it, I just wasn't there. Yeah. And what's the last job you had that you enjoyed? That was probably it for, for some months. Like, I mean, it was, it was only for a few months that I didn't enjoy it. And when I didn't enjoy it, I got out of there. But like my time of doing it, like the the five years I was in it, I would definitely say I enjoyed it more than I didn't, you know. But um, I don't see myself in a classroom. I could work with kids, but not in a classroom. And the level of like, what was it about the job that made it so uh, hard, bad, stressful? It was energy consuming. When you talk about babysitting, I was babysitting like. 26 kids uh you know each class and i'm mm-hmm. doing like four or five classes a day that's a lot that's crazy yeah that's crazy and them kids be bad too yeah <laughs> and 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 it, it you know m- most of the lessons were spent trying to get them to be quiet trying to get them to sit down trying to you know you you working on this area then this area starts doing something and you move back over here now this side is doing something it's like this is too much and by the time i get done with this i don't have time for myself i don't have and not even time i don't have energy for myself so you know i come before any of this because if if i'm not if i'm not happy none of this shit is going to be good and that's how i used to really feel in the job was just like man if i'm not if I'm not giving this a hundred percent, I don't need to be here. You know, it's, it's some, I used to see people like holding the kids hands and shit like that. And I used to look at that shit and say, never, (laughs) I don't enjoy it that way. I don't. And I, and when I used to see that, it was like, there's somebody out there that really wants this job. There's somebody out there that's wishing for this job. And I'd rather give them the opportunity to have this than to just be here chasing paper, as you said. Right. And I don't, I, I don't think kids be bad. I think uh, kids a lot of times are put in a bad situation. And so if I don't agree with the system and then you got to deal with the system, the symptoms of it, where these kids are doing this like that and you, you feel like you ain't getting no support, feel like this is like whatever, it, it sucks. And 
and you know. and I'm gonna tell you, kids is just kids. Like regardless, kids. it it depends on what time of day you catch them. It depend on the day you catch them. Like you know, they they not robots. They not like us where they just gonna show up and be the same thing every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you just you just gotta go with the flow. And especially after the pandemic, like just having to re-socialize, you know, some mm-hmm. of these kids had never even been to school up to like second, third grade, you know what I mean? Because everything was virtual at one mm-hmm. point. So it's just like, it was, a, it was a different world. And, uh, I wasn't in the space for that. And now being a entrepreneur, you got to deal with the kid that is Mike Brown yourself. For sure. Trying to, to try to get them to sit down and do work and stuff like that, man. How was that? How was that been working with your kid, trying to make your kid do work and spreadsheets it, and stuff? It it don't feel as hard. I think uh I think the thing for me that feels hard is like producing the grade. Doing the work is is it doesn't feel that hard, but to get the grade <laughs> Sometimes this shit is just feeling like uh, participation as opposed to like, you know, really earning something. Um, what you mean? Meaning like, I'm I'm kind of just getting completion grades right now. If we talking about school, like mm-hmm. every, every day this shit is not making money. Like you know, in the school shit or just having a job in general, you know, you kind of know what you're gonna get every week. You just know what it is. But sometimes you could be working hard as a motherfucker with this shit and just not see nothing for like a whole month. What's the biggest reward for you right now that you do? Um, the biggest reward for me right now, I don't know. I really don't know. Um Yeah, I don't even know if I'm really tapped into reward right now. I might, and as I'm saying it out loud, I might be a little more tapped into a uh, scarcity. Mm-hmm. I think as a as a kid being in school, it was like even getting a I don't know. I feel like getting them grades. It was more for my parents than for me. Uh, I think one of the most rewarding things about school even looking back now at it's like oh i was able to learn something like i got this now i got these grades so my parents ain't on my back but i just learned about world war ii and france ferdinand and that was world war one whatever like and i wasn't conscious as it as a kid but looking back now like being able to learn and interact and have fun with friends that made school rewarding if i got c's and my parents wasn't tripping I wasn't tripping like that wasn't the reward and i think um i'm trying to shift my mind from working where the reward is money because it's like that that can't be the war that can't be the award otherwise i'm gonna go go somewhere and work for some money like the award has to be the work itself for me like learning new skills learning oh man i'm able to help people with this i'm able to put this thing together and transition to this. But, you know, I'm in it right now too. The the money, like I said, money like grades was 
the grades are for other people. The money is for other people a lot of times. Like, oh, I got to pay these bills. and These people need these dollars right. for these plane tickets and stuff like that. So I need to get this A, this B to be able to function and stuff. But the real reward is like I'm able to grab these concepts and do these things that I wasn't able to do before. Um, that's a hard mindset to move to even for me when rent is due and when you know, car notes and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I was thinking earlier, even like, I remember when you were kind of starting your entrepreneurial journey and uh, mm -hmm. like having those moments sometimes, he was like, man, I might have to go get a job. I'm still you, like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, so, it was something that kept you just, aligned with you know with your journey and and keeping it going every time i know i know there is something broken in my systems when i feel like i need to go get a job as an entrepreneur as a business person it's all about your systems being together so i know okay i'm, I'm looking for a job now that means i blew some money that i wasn't supposed to blow I put some bread in the situation of whatever I wasn't supposed to do. I took on too much. I spent too much. I did too, whatever like that. I made a wrong move. So either some new money going to come in to kind of fix the situation that I broke or I get a job and that kind of brings money in or whatever to fix that situation to help me to look at it in a different way. But I know the real issue is I have a problem in my system that is making it where I need to go get money outside of my own system. And I'm looking at that now and that's very frustrating. Cause you know, like I said, the little kid James, I still just want to run around and play and touch everything and go to lunch and recess and stuff like that. And I got to tell that little kid, Hey man, we got to sit down cause it's language arts time. It's social studies time. It's math time. You got to do these things. It's time. PE is only 45 minutes and you got to put your little outfit on to go out to PE and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm really, really, really focused on that, of like creating systems where it don't matter if I have a job or I don't have a job, the things that I need to get done, get done. Um, it's been on my mind probably this morning, a little bit last night, um, yesterday too. Like I have to create order in my life. Uh, my life, wherever the places are that are chaotic in my life, cause stress. Like it's important for me to have order in my life, you know. And I know you you doing you going to the gym. That's establishing order in your physical health. You um, you know, getting your systems and stuff together to to reach out, do your grants and do your calls and connect with people, establishing order in your money, establishing order. That's my question for you. I was thinking about too. Um, where in your life is the most order established? I know I, I feel like for me, um, the most order is established in order, whatever you want to use, whatever, but in um, the relationship with my immediate family, like my parents, my two sisters. I'm a middle boy. I feel like middle child all the time. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the work of 
connecting and being honest and and seeking a relationship with my family helps put things in order and stuff. And it's still got a long way to go, but I'm just trying to find straws. And we talked about it earlier too, but in my my physical, my workout life is in order because I know what I'm doing on Tuesday, Wednesday, and I know the things that need to happen. I gained about five pounds over the holidays, stressing and stuff like that. I know how to bring it down. Like I got order and systems in my life to create that outcome. Like you just said, create the outcome that I want for myself. Um, and I'm really just focused on that because order takes focus and concentration. And I'll be all over the place and stuff sometimes. What in your life do you feel like has the most order? Hmm. Yeah, I, I would say and you said order is like focus. Order is you know you know what's gonna happen. You know the outcome already. You know what it is. Um Yeah, I, I would say my my routine. Mm-hmm. Like my morning routine is where I have the most order. Um I am working on getting getting in order with my business i've created a schedule for myself uh you know i created a 40 hour schedule of if i were to were to work 40 hours for myself how would i spend this time mm-hmm. and how would i break it down and uh i will say in the last couple of weeks it's been helpful just mm-hmm. to be able to work on this and write it out what i'm doing like i've been trying to uh for myself just keep a log of what am I doing? So when I have those days of like feeling like I'm not doing nothing or nothing's happening because I'm using somebody else's reward system, I'm able mm-hmm. to look back and see like, this is what I did this last week. This is what I did yesterday. This is what I did today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we grew up, a lot of people putting order on us and stuff. You know what I mean, I'm having a hard time establishing order in my uh I guess love relationship. Because mm. it's so new and it's so, like, it's such a, it's such a thing of, okay, I might have order in this area, but then it got to align with the order she has. So, we, like, we got to bring the order together. You know what I mean? And I think I never looked at it like that before. It was always, I need to get what I want when I want it. You know what I mean? So, you know, we talked about having having uh, check-ins, like designated time meetings and things we talk about and stuff like that, man, and therapy and all that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't realize that there must be order in a relationship. I think in therapy school and then as a therapist, you call it family dynamics and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I get what that means now looking at it um from a from a different perspective but before i i bring order to the family dynamics i gotta bring order to myself you know what i mean so um but yeah i, I definitely try to block my schedule a day into a nine hour or eight hour work day like i try to make myself nine to five my own work and um it can be tough sometimes because it'd be like I've dedicated 
this much time, but it ain't enough. How do I, I got to get this done and I'm doing this and doing that. So it's a constant, constantly creating order from chaos. Yeah. Listening to you say that, um, it made me reflect on my romantic relationship right now. And, um, it probably feels like one of the relationships where I have the most order. And even though it is long distance right now, I would say when it was in close proximity, it was in order. And even being distant, like it's almost forcing us now to be intentional about that time. Like this week has probably been one of the busiest weeks for both of us. And, uh, I think yesterday, like last night, I kind of just felt the emotion of uh, being so busy and taking that time to tap in and just feeling like, man, like I've, I've been, I've been focused on a lot of other stuff this week and then coming back to this space and being present, it felt like it almost stopped time. Mm. That's dope. Sounds like a beautiful space, man. It is. It is. And um, you know, I think not even that there there's pressure from him, but I think, you know, we put pressure on ourselves and I and I put pressure on myself to like to be whatever I think the best version of me is supposed to be, you know. Man, I'm Mike, supposed to yeah. have this, I'm supposed to have that, I'm supposed to, you know. <laughs> have that in the relationship you're saying or no i'm saying for myself like who mm. who mike is supposed to be in a relationship not the relationship like i think mm-hmm. i th- i think when i stop thinking like that it feels like you know it's, it's that rem- that that i am enough you know it's that reminder of i am enough but 100%. you know being in isolation sometimes i don't feel like enough you know it's like I don't have a job. I don't have this. I can't do that. I, you know. Yeah. Can you hear that lawnmower? Mm-mm. Oh. That's gonna be uh, like your running line every week. Pretty much. Y'all hear that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. hundred percent, man. I, in the relationship, I feel afraid that she's gonna leave me because of those alone thoughts I have coming into the relationship of me not being enough. Like you said, oh, I need to be doing this. I ain't got enough for this. I ain't doing that. And so in a relationship, it's like uh, I can't hide from those thoughts as much as I can when I'm single. So it's it's difficult for me to be in that that constant pressure that I put on myself. Um, You know, and then I bring it to her and she's like, nah, that's not even what I'm thinking or tripping on something like that. It's like, oh, okay. You need to say that. Um, I really love and appreciate y'all relationship. Um, it's a, it's, it's, it feels like a, a good Netflix show that I get to watch. <laughs> um, I was talking to Dante at uh, Byron's little thing. He was like, y'all can't, you can't travel across the country with somebody and not have a deep bond. You know, like not so y'all gonna get married or just love each other forever. Or yeah, <laughs> you can't experience. What was that y'all, y'all did what two months, three months? Yeah, 
two months. Shit, three months. Cause I'm I mean, I spent the month in New York. Yeah. So three months traveling, close quarters, and then long distance and stuff. Like, I'm not trying to put nothing on y'all relationship, but just there is it seems like there's something there. Uh and I think even for for the, the need for order, first there has to be something there. You know what I mean? And I think even going back to the question of job and work and live and stuff, like a job creates order for you because it's it ain't it ain't something that you willing to create order for yourself. It ain't your heart. It's just I'm coming into somebody else's order. Yeah. Somebody else's creation. But when it's something that's natural, it's in there or whatever, you're like, okay, I'm willing to create order around this that I have. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was listening to you say, you know, sometimes you fear being left, but uh, that doesn't come up for me. What really comes up for me is I, I want to hold my own weight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And as I say that out loud, it's like, you are. <laughs> but in but in my mind, holding my own weight looks different. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still mm. tapped into somebody else's order. Um, and I think that's a testimony to how you feel about him. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is such an amazing, incredible person. I got to step it up. I got to do this and do that, you know. And I think my mind will go there, too. And then it'll go like, if I don't step it up, she gonna leave me. You know what I mean? If I don't, or you, you know, you're not all all kinds of stuff. Um, all kinds of stuff. That that lack of enoughness, thinking that, um, that fear, all that kind of stuff, it can send my mind in all kind of different directions, and it really is one direction away, like. I got to get away from here because this is da 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 da. da. I got to keep checking that, you know. And it's it's the same in the, in, in the the work that I do too. Like carrying enough weight to ask for the money that I deserve. You know what I mean? So it's like all in there, man. All in there. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, Mike, I do got to run today so I can get to this class, man. My bad for coming on. Nah, it's all good. Now, this this was perfect. You know, I think the beautiful thing about what we're doing is, like, we really get to choose and dictate how this flows. Like, it's no rules to, uh, it's no rules to podcasting. It's no rules to having conversations. Like, you know, I think what we have to give people is enough. So, yeah, man, this was perfect. There's no order. We need order. <laughs> And 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 this is this is us creating the order. You know what I'm That's saying? Great. Like this is us creating the order. So I appreciate you even just hopping on here, man. Appreciate you, man. Um today's Friday. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Check it out. Yeah, uh, thank y'all for tuning in. February 1st. I have the Yelling to Yoga workshop. I will send you the links and everything, Mike. I know I have it. Uh, thatyogadude.com, D-A-T-Y-O-G-A-D-U-D-E, but the Yelling to Yoga workshop. So I was a therapist working in somebody else's order, and it just was not a fit for me. 
I was working with these kids and these families and giving my heart and everything I could to them, but I didn't feel the system was supported. I didn't feel like I was doing the job that I really could, and I ended up getting burnt out. And I got burnt out because I expected the system and the job to fulfill me in ways that only I can. And so in this yelling to yoga workshop, we are going to learn the skills and the tools that I developed to take myself from frustrated, scared, depressed, anxious, angry, burnt out, and yelling internally and externally to a place of calm, understanding, centeredness, peace, and a clear mind and body through yoga. So sign up for this free workshop. It's going to be free. We're going to see how many people we, because we only got limited spaces. We're going to see how many people um, we can get this done with because we're going to dive deep and give the tools that have helped me really separate from being in a chaotic, stressful workplace to being able to do my own thing and help other people do their own thing, freeing them from that feeling of burnout, stress, and anxiety. And hey, man, getting us on those routines making time for ourselves so we're gonna dive deep into that process in this yelling to yoga workshop february february 1st link i'll send it to mike brown so he can have it in there i'm super excited about this workshop i can't wait to see you there that's what's up man and uh january 25th i am starting my workshop it is the artist way the book uh written by julia cameron we are doing a creative circle and we want you to be a part of it. You know, whether you are a professional artist or somebody that's just trying to figure out what is their creative talent, we want you there. We want to help you unlock your creative potential. And there's no better way to do it than through community. Um, I've read the book four times. The first two times I tried to do it by myself, I never finished. The other two times I did it, I released my own book. Um, mind you, I had never written a book before ever in my life. So just the 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 freedom that it gives you to create and also see life as art, you know, even what we're doing right now is art, you know, so I want to help y'all explore that. So I have the link in the bottom as well. And, um, yeah, and Brandy Cousin going to be there too, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Uh, Kendra Norwood. I don't know if she's related to Brandy, but she will be uh, co-facilitating with me. And she released a calendar. She was one of my first uh, people to participate in it with me. So, you know, to now have her going from a participant to co-facilitator, like, you know, that's powerful. So, is, yeah, I would I would love to have y'all be a part of that with us. You could do it, too. Um, that's dope, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that artist way workshop uh looking forward to it man so let me get out of here love you man that's been man love you too y'all have a great weekend and we will see y'all next week feel free to feel free peace thank you for tuning into this week's episode of feel free conversations if you like what you heard please be sure to let us know also subscribe on youtube join us in the mornings um if you would like to get some free meditations, you can go to datyogadude.com. 
James is doing free meditations. Also, if you would like to connect with me, you know, we are building a network. This is our Art of Letting Go universe. You can reach out at patreon.com, Substack, sign up for our newsletter. And uh, yeah, we got more good stuff coming for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. And this was Feel Free Conversations.